Welcome to the Legacy Speaker Show. I am your host, Jasmine Haley, and today we have Parshel Tashi. Now, listen, y'all. Listen, I tell you this every single time. <laughs> Drop everything because this is for our author speakers, and we're so excited to have you today. Thanks for having me, Jasmine. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay, then let me tell you about Parshel. Parshel is an award-winning creative educator who partners with authors to help them repurpose and monetize their best-selling books as premium and profitable online courses that create impact and additional income. So for anyone that has a book, this is something that you all need to consider. And even if you're contemplating having a book, this is a way in which you can leverage it beyond anything that you have currently thought of. So that's why we invited Parshel to be here on the show. So let's dive in. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about how your educational methodology background has enabled you to really leverage this for authors and why you've decided to close the gap in this way. Hmm. So uh, I used to teach high school and that particular age range is not, you know, it's nobody's favorite. Like nobody says, oh, I want to go and teach the teenagers. <laughs> um, I, that, that experience for me really taught me a lot. Because uh, yeah. even when I learned to teach, uh, most, most, most uh, teaching programs have you, you know, actually do student teaching where you have a teacher in the classroom with you. For whatever reason, I didn't have that. I was literally thrown into the classroom. <laughs> There was no teacher. My teacher was up the, you know, up the up the hallway with her own class. Yeah, <laughs> I was assigned this class my for myself. So um, I had to learn a lot uh, when it came to not only classroom management, but just how to engage, how to make it fun, how to like really get to know them, and to be really intentional about bridging that gap. And so when you talk about how do I bridge that gap, that's it. We need to know who we're teaching to what matters to them and really tap into how we can create an experience that's really going to, you know, help them embody what it is that they're learning in a different way. Cause we all, we all know that just like YouTube videos are for free. You can get so much information, but implementation and actually having a fun experience to implement what you want to learn. That's the key. Yes. And, you know, most of us get into the speaking work that we do because we want to create transformation or we get into writing a book because we want to make a difference and we want to create transformation, make an impact. Some of us are legacy driven like myself. So the part, though, that we can't see and conceptualize is what you create. And if anyone has been following me for some time, you know that I have talked about partial with the video quality. OK. This skin is looking popping right now because of the help that she's given me. But we often don't consider how bringing on visuals, bringing educational methodology could really amplify our message further. And I kind of want to talk about why you have seen what or what you have seen specifically with authors when they take their written word and create it in the way that you do through courses. Yeah, there's there, there's a lot of benefit to it in terms of what actually happens and uh, 
the biggest thing is that they now have another experience to create impact for people and help to make an impact. Um, they also, in some case, have a, a way that they've solved the problem within their business. Maybe you're tired of one-to-ones and you're looking for another stepping stone for someone to really prepare them for the level that you want to really coach people at. Um, maybe it, you know, for, for a lot of people, of course, creates another additional revenue stream. So as you continue to do the work of marketing, as you continue to do the work of speaking, right, this is just part of the job, you now have just another part of the journey that you've strategically put in place to ensure that your readers, your learners, the people who appreciate what you have to say, that they actually get results. And you know, if, if you think about the, the biggest results in your own life that you've accomplished, you will always go back and associate it with where you got it. <laughs> what that resource was, that will never leave you. And so in a lot of cases as well, you're creating fans for life by creating these experiences. So those are some of the, the biggest benefits I feel like um, are, are available. And because it is a, a digital landscape and there's so many tools, you can get really creative in how this experience is created. Uh, you know, we use the terminology of course, because that's what most of us are familiar with or course or program, but really it can be whatever you want, <laughs> you know, uh, retreats are really big right now. Maybe there's a, a retreat that can be created or a workshop series that can be created that if you document and record what it is that you do, right? Or I don't know, there's just, there's so many uh, pieces that can come on the back end of it. So um, I like to think of it as like, you know, how fiction books become all these other things, right? It becomes movies, becomes TV shows. Uh, it can become, uh, talk shows, podcasts, uh, paraphernalia, merchandise. Yes. I think that the same potential, you know, is available for how we consume information today and how we'll continue to do it for those who have something bomb to teach. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. I really, really love that you share that. I think what we tend to minimize is that with content creation, we forget the versatility. We think there's only one strategy, but we could create one piece of content and make hundreds of things out of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an example because we just we just actually did the strategy for an author. Her book is about to uh, to release, and essentially, you know, she knew she wanted to do a program or course, but given her audience and given how they consume information, which is a younger generation who's in the corporate field or is in a career path. Um, the question was, how do we make this punchy? How do we make this unique? So she actually had a journal that was going to be a component to, to the book. And she says, something else I want to do with it. Maybe we can do a course. And I thought, uh, well, let's get creative. How, what, what kind of experience can we create within the journal? Right? So as people are journaling, doing the prompts, you can put a QR code <laughs> and have people to then scan the QR code to maybe see you demonstrating it or to see more of an in-depth process of what the steps are. Um, and then kind of merge that in with a printed journal. So essentially now, instead of her having a $20 journal that's accompanied with her book, she now has a $100 journal or whatever she'll end up charging for it. Maybe I, I think I proposed 300, but anyway, it's between that range, she's able to do so much more and to be creative. So there's really a lot of potential and it's still, you know, it will feel like a course, but it doesn't have to be like, you know, boring. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, 
like you're in college or something. So we, we have so much creativity through media tools and you know other resources that we can utilize to really create experiences and to have fun with it. Yeah, and when we tap into methodologies or processes that you are familiar with, which is your level of expertise, or even I'm thinking for me with my own clients and the work that I do with them, when we tap into what we already have, and then leverage that, that's how we get out of the rat race <laughs> of entrepreneurship <laughs> where you burnt out like, man, I can't think of content today, right? You know what I'm saying? Like yes. times I've taken blogs that I've that I've written and have made a podcast episode because I'm not I'm not looking up nothing else. I'm not doing nothing <laughs> else, right? I don't have the time. My family <laughs> needs, I got needs. Sometimes I just want to chill. Like yesterday I had a relaxing day. I needed to pour into myself because we were in the middle of a launch for my mm. own business. But mm. I just I love the fact that you shared that. It's like if we're looking for and you and and listeners who listen to this podcast know that I'm always talking about sustainable income. I'm always talking about being legacy driven. I, I'm talking about leveraging our intellectual capital. The way that we can do that is looking at alternative ways to repurpose what we already have. And that's why I think it's so powerful what you create because you broke down. You showed me something that you created. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, wow, this is amazing to see how a book can be transformed to this visual empire, in my opinion. It's a visual empire. I mean, Parshel's work is the bomb, but it just it just takes it to the next level because what I and this here I am getting on my soapbox, what I get extremely frustrated with is that there aren't enough BIPOC creators. There aren't enough women creators. There aren't enough underrepresented or underestimated creators out there really leveraging their IP and making serious coin. And it's because we're not having these conversations, these elevated conversations on how they can actually go out and create that legacy, not burn yourself out, not sell your soul to the devil, not give away your valuable stuff, but actually utilize it in multiple different ways that really create transformation for the people who consume it. It's huge. And, and you're right, because when it comes to being smart about it, being intentional with your resources, like you said, with your money. And um, for, for if you're an author and you have a book that you got some help with, you spent at least four figures. <laughs> Okay. At least four figures, if not, which is more typical now, five figures. Like, I don't even know if the, four, you know, like if you really were intentional about putting your work out there, you invested in that. Yes. And, um, and if, and if you haven't made a return or maybe you're not as satisfied with the return from the book, right. Maybe, maybe through your consulting and your speaking, you've made that money back. Right. That's great. Um, but you had to use your personal time for it too. So when we talk about being smart, um, you know, with our time, a digital product is a brilliant way to do that first. Um, but then also when you compare uh, the revenue potential from your book versus your book plus a, a small companion course, mm -hmm. like the difference is literally like adding zero <laughs> <laughs> to what you could potentially get from your book. Plus with your book, depending on how that's sold, if that's on Amazon or whatever, Amazon or whoever is going to get their cut 
right? And then after the shipping and whatever, you know, you're going to be left with whatever, you know, comes to you from your book. And for some people, that doesn't matter, right? Because the book is just that call to uh, to get more consulting. Um, but yeah, essentially, you have to be smart uh, and really give foresight into what what you what you're going to do with this. And if you have a companion course, let's say even. 10% of your readers say, wow, I do want to go deeper, mm-hmm. right? Now, you know, you, you sell a $200 experience or a five or a thousand dollars, whatever, you know, you're talking about adding multiples to, to that in terms of the difference of revenue potential from a book by itself, right? And, you know, some of the consulting that can come from that, but just throw a companion course with your consulting, with everything else, you're going to, it's, it's just going to be a, uh, an additional revenue source for you. That's going to help you get a return. Mm-hmm. on the investment that you put in the book and and beyond. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm curious to know like with the type of clients that you work with and the ones who are authors and are looking to leverage courses, what would you say is the biggest myth that you have to bust for them? Hmm. The biggest myth. That's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> Well, okay, here, here's what I'll say. I, and this is more, this is more of what I would say now going forward um, yeah. is, is that you, you have the potential to fund your course and to fund the production of your course being produced through a number of means. And I'm actively searching them out because I find that for, as you mentioned, BIPOC women uh, leaders and teachers that actually have amazing messaging and you know, things of that nature, they can't necessarily afford what we want to create. And so I'm actively searching out these other ways in which the production of it can be funded. And so, mm-hmm. or the execution of it, let's say. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential there. So that that's one thing I would say. I mean, it's, it's a myth of like, oh, this is going to be a lot of hard work and a lot of money. Yes, it'll be a lot of hard work, but so is publishing a book. And that's why you didn't do it by yourself. Right. You can't do this by yourself either. If you in today's, you know, time we have family, we have so many other things like course creation is not uh, for the light of heart. You know what I mean? On, on yeah. how you want to do it often, even if you're doing it on Zoom, it's still such a, a you know effort that's put forth into to get it off the ground. So we're, we're really helping mm-hmm. to make sure that you have that support uh, and that you're not doing the, the whole process by yourself. Yes. Um, but, yeah, those are some of the things that, that we address right in terms of myth like this i don't know if i have enough of time and i don't know if i have enough money mm, and i want to talk on that because i literally was listening to a podcast episode where the host stated afford is a construct it actually means nothing right because <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming from a black woman okay this is from rachel rogers i'm listening to her she shared this and when she said that, I was like, what? Hmm. And the reason the reason why she state that is people often will get what they want. They will find a way to get what they want. I used to remember specifically, I would I was first starting off on thinking, okay, I'm, I think I'm gonna do this consult route, right? Charging $500. Now my program is 18K. But anyway, charging $500 and like, man, will somebody pay this or whatever? And I was getting nickel and dime because my thought was, what could somebody really be able to, right? And those same people that were nickel and dime me were buying 
$3,000, purses, not from Chinatown, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from the actual stores, and yet were devaluing my work. So mm -hmm. I want to push up against that for, for our people who are looking to really scale their legacy. We have to make shifts from some of the money mindset traumas that we create. And I, I have to do that for myself. Like I'm paying yes. salary for my coaches. Yes. I'm paying actual sal somebody's salary, what I was making. I'm paying more than what I was making as a full-time faculty member for my hmm. coach. That is dismantling the concept of we are all in this place where we can't. Now we got budgets, but I just, I'm saying that, and I'm saying it specifically for our mm. listeners too, to understand like, how big is your legacy to you? How big is your impact? We say we want these particular recognition and things. We have to work through that, the mindset shifts that we need to make and understand that it's more so not, that ugh, I can never get it, but how am I? How can I get it? Because we got mm -hmm. this here. Nobody can take this away. What kind of VIP package could you sell? <laughs> right. If you're, not, if you're not on OnlyFans, you're doing pretty good. All right. You can figure it <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> I love that. And 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 it's only a reflection of your own self-worth, which yeah. to increase doesn't hurt. Like it's <laughs> You, uh, you you will appreciate it, you know. Like I, I I'm the same boat as you. I remember being scared and like shaking in my bones to charge five hundred dollars to make a video that was going on this major stage or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's and and we grow in that, you know yeah. what I mean. So um, every level is just a, a way to to step up. And if uh, you know anybody's listening, if you if you're feeling that and you feel uncertain, then you should definitely do it because yeah. you want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And every and every level up is going to require another level of support, another level of strategy. And it's not saying that we're going from zero to 100. We're just mm -hmm. going zero to five and then maybe to 10, right? We are easing our way through the process. And so I just mm -hmm. love how you, you know, broke it down like, instead of worried about trying to do 50 or so different things, how about leverage the book that you've written and maximize that and truly fully monetize that to its full before you move on to the next project? Or the next book, which you could do the same thing. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. So even for my own book right now, we're working on a second edition. And I realized that I came into it not knowing what I should have known. I didn't, I didn't, you also, I didn't, I didn't do my research enough to really get the support I needed to maximize. Mm. So what mm. am I going to do? I'm going to make a second edition before I write my next book. And we're going to make the changes necessary to be able to amplify it to the next level. And just relaunch it, right? Yes. And just relaunch it. This time I'm going to have the launch run runway and all of the necessary things to take it to the next level. I'm not starting over, right? It's just, okay, we've learned our lessons. Now let's maximize this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Congratulations, second edition. <laughs> 
Absolutely, absolutely. All right, give us a leave, one key takeaway for listeners that they can leave with so they can get started. Uh, I'm gonna leave you with this thought. Publishing creates credibility. Products create cash. You can have both, you can do both, and people will pay for implementation. If you are, especially if you have topics in the area of health, wealth, relationships, um, aspects of leadership uh, and personal development, uh, those are topics that people are willing to pay for to actually get the result because it's hard to do by yourself. So, and a lot of things are becoming very difficult to do on our own. We need community. We need um, those experiences to really um, help us to get there and to get there faster and to get there with a very solid foundation to support you throughout the throughout what's coming up next, right? You really find who your people are uh, in these experiences. And so uh, I just encourage you to just think more about what you can do. Uh, have that heart of a teacher because it'll never steal you wrong. And uh, yeah, that, that's th those are things that I'll say. And people will pay for your help if you're gonna be the one guiding them, even if it's on camera or in person. So uh, you gotta take it another step forward and your path to profitability and more impact is within what you already created. So repurpose it people. That's yes. It. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Parshel, for being on the show. I'm very grateful for you uh, and to you for lending your expertise today. Yeah, my pleasure. All right, y'all. Listen, have you truly maximized your knowledge through your book? Do you think that you need to go back to the drawing board and think about relaunching it? Or perhaps you're ready to actually monetize it through creating digital products. I hope that you get in touch with Parshel and you make sure that you are focused in on what your next level will be. We're going to have all of the details on how to contact Parshel and the program that they offer. And until then, we want to encourage you that if you have found value in this topic, that you leave us a review on your podcast listening app. And of course, we appreciate you here at Legacy Scaler Consulting Firm. If you have any other further questions about the work we do, you can check us out at jasminehaley.com. Until our next episode, we'll see you then.